Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by the new book, Round Here and Over Yonder, written by authors Trey Crowder and Corey Ryan Forrester. That's your boy. The book is out now. I would like to thank everyone who did the pre-order, but for those of you who were like, you know what, I want to wait and actually go to a bookstore and pick this thing up. Well, you can do that right now. Round Here and Over Yonder, a front porch travel guide written by two progressive hillbillies parenthetical yes that's a thing we love long titles but we love making you laugh even more this book is chocked fill chocked fill chocked full of jokes we chocked filled it too it's got a bunch of jokes in it it's really 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 fun we tried to take the stereotypes of certain regions talk about what they are talk about what they got right talk about what the actual reality is of course we did it with uh, our own little region here in the south we went everywhere else in the united states and for the first time in our lives we went to the uk it's rednecks abroad the book is round here and over yonder i not to brag on us but i will it is hilarious pick it up now wherever you get books and by the way we uh narrated the audio version if that's how you want to digest it but there is no wrong way round here and over yonder wherever you get your books do it at indie bookstore i like that more don't tell amazon though well here we are our heads are back in the virtual airstream studios coach i was laughing because bpp was regaling us with the uh, tales of ugly gas station women <laughs> uh, <laughs> right we started oh god uh, jesus christ yeah. How you i doing almost over started there? Almost started. Tell first off, man. Uh, this is like the longest I've gone without talking to you on the internet in a while because I missed well read and, and me and Kirby did POA last week. She crushed, by the way, filling in for you. Might have to replace you full time. Yeah, I mean, I know she would. Uh, what? Uh, did you put well read up yet? I know it's yeah. inside, but okay, cool. Yeah. I need to go. To, did, yeah, because uh, W. Earl Brown, our buddy, was on this week. I That's thought right. I'd try to try to make some clips of him or something. What are we going to be talking about today? What are you going to be talking about? Well, I got a couple things. Uh, one, I don't know if I'm going to get to my big topic because I've got all these other small topics, but I do plan at least a little bit to talk about Alan Turing, uh, at least mm-hmm. the, the machine and the mechanisms or whatever. And really, I would like to, if you've seen the movie, I would like to point out I a have. couple things that are bullshit. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Um, so that, uh, I also have a couple up top we had mentioned uh that we were gonna figure out what people used to play for rock paper scissors back in the medieval times i have a couple of those for you 
Um, mm. But before we get on any of that, Trey, uh, this because this is very topical. We don't always do a lot of topical here. Speaking of topical, so I'm not going to talk about this, but I'm but I'm considering it for next week. So I picked up this. Uh, this is a tabloid mag. Divorce rumors explode for Harry and Meghan. Apparently, the ring is off. Right, and I was thinking. How fun do you think it would be if we had a segment where I bought all the British tabloids and we talked about them and I wore like a fancy ruffled jacket and we called it the Fashionable Inquirer, huh? The that Fashionable Inquirer? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Ain't that something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, usually, uh, though, you can get British tabloids over here. You talking about American tabloids because well, we just also talk about British stuff. Because their yeah, tabloids have, are different, right? I think they show titties they and stuff in their tabloids, what? I think. What? Can I order them? You bet. I don't know. I don't know if you can or not. That's what I was asking. That's why I was wondering if you, because you were you said British tabloids. And I was like, how yeah. are you getting hold of those? Because I think, A, and I know this is wild if you're familiar with our tabloids. This is a wild thing to say. But I'm pretty sure that, A, they're like way harsher and crueler and shit over there i think like i think their tabloids get gnarly i'm pretty sure i'm into that also i think that they show um yeah i think they got like there's a page six girl or something which is just Mm -hmm. a girl with her titties out just because tabloids like people like titties and gossip yeah here's a dollop of both for you lads well that's chuffy that's not how so, they use Chuffy. That's not how they say that. I got some British mean? words for us today. Well, Chuffy is not. So there's chuffed. When you're yeah, chuffed, chuff, you know, that's pissed, right? I'm, no, it's the opposite. I'm chuffed to bits over that. Oh, it's, okay. Uh, quite lovely. Tickle pink. Tickle pink, yeah. chuffed to bits. On the other end of that spectrum would be gutted. Like you're chuffed if something's good. You're gutted if it's bad. Um, yeah, I, I was... the. I've got, I'm going to be talking about British words and shit a little bit later. Uh, so maybe that's why Chuffy was on my mind. But yeah, the way they talk does hit. But anyway, uh, so they getting divorced? I guess. I mean, again, I don't know. No. I don't know how to believe this because right. So look here. Hold on just a second. Right behind this magazine, I also picked up another, and this is the fun thing about reading tabloids and stuff a week after they were printed, because they make all these wild predictions, and then you get to like go back and go, well, none of that happened. Because this other one, uh, government braces for bloodbath on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. So apparently, there was supposed to be a new 9-11, and I picked this up the other day, and I was like, no, there wasn't. No, and also, like, they got a picture of Osama bin Laden there, and it's like I don't think it's gonna be his ass no, doing it. I don't know why. I, mean, I don't know why you why you giving but, him any shine since well, he's long since dead and on the bottom of the ocean. Shout out my boy Barry O and the Navy SEALs. <laughs> I bet you though that the type of people who believe this shit probably don't think he's dead. You know what I mean? They probably think that Obama faked that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah they probably um, do think that. Y'all remember all those life insurance ads on the radio when you were a kid? Uh, you, you might not, but I certainly do, because I remember being like, what? What's insurance? That was stuff that, you know, it was for my parents to care about. I just kind of turned my ears off. Well, guess what? Uh, now you slash me, we is the parent, and it's time to get life insurance to help protect your family. Fabric by Gerber Life makes it quick and easy to get a high-quality policy so that your family is covered if the unexpected happens. Trey, tell them about our friends over at Fabric Gerber Life, baby. 
Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality po- quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. You can get your personalized quote in just minutes and then apply when it's convenient for you. It's all online and to your schedule. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. You're not sure if life insurance is right for you? We'll take Fabric's quick 60-second quiz to find out. There's no risk in applying. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can cancel at any time. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. And with over 1,700 five-star reviews, they're rated as excellent on Trustpilot. And Fabric has more than just life insurance. Their easy digital platform also lets you create wills, access college saving funds, and manage your family's finances right from your phone. So your family is prepared for anything. So join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash POA. That's M-E-E-T fabric.com slash POA. Meetfabric.com slash POA. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company. Not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. And uh, before I get into the question that I want to ask you, because it is topical, I did want to give a shout out to uh, Airhead George Schnitzer, who sent us, Trey, a vinegar valentine. Look at that. That he made himself? Uh, no, he found or, it. An oh, it's like a store. real, it's an authentic it's old one. one. Okay. Yeah. Authentic read, read that old to one. me. Uh, let's see. Wolf, you think you make the gals all swoon, and maybe you are right. They swoon at just the sight of you because you're such a fright. Ugly mm, fuck. Ugly, ugly motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. It's I thought like that was very neat. The gas station, eh? BPP. <laughs> uh, the question hey, I wanted what, to ask. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Because that okay. was given to us by a fan, I also have one of those. And I got to say, like, before okay. I show this, this person came to my show at Cleveland at Hilarities. Love that club. It was a good show. It's a good, good time. Cleveland's a fun town. Um, I will say though, I by you know by the end of the meet and greet, and she was at nearly the very end. Uh, little drunk, me. She was very drunk, uh, <laughs> ma'am. You're, you're very sweet, but clearly very drunk. Anyway, I would like to apologize <laughs> to you that I do not remember your name. I, this has become a real tough thing for me lately because I used to like pride myself on like I never forgot anybody's name. You know, right. I didn't for, I didn't forget much of anything. And as I've gotten older and I've started meeting way more people, COVID too. I have no like training in remembering you know what i mean like i was always yeah. so very good at it i never had to worry i just did i just always remember right. everybody's name so like now that i'm i can't do that anymore i don't have like some people have like techniques they use mnemonic yeah. devices or things that they do to remember people's names i've never developed any of that because i didn't need it and now i just yeah, can't you remember just nobody's hit. name can't remember nobody's name for shit so i don't remember her name which i apologize but she had this made and brought it to me If y'all are only listening, it's a Black Lives Matter flag. It looks exactly like a Black Lives Matter flag, but black is replaced <laughs> with squirrel. It says squirrel lives matter. So she's showing me what side of the debate she lands on. Told her I'm going to throw this right in the trash. I mean, I'm not. I guess Corey can have it, whatever. Obviously, I'm they don't matter at all. You see me? I'm usually dead on the fucking side of the road. You know, nobody's losing any sleep over dead squirrels. Um, so obviously their lives do not matter. 
Miss. I'm certain. I'm certain that people are popping off in the comments about the inappropriateness of that flag, but it hits for me. That is, for, yeah, co-opted <laughs> that flag for for that a squirrel joke. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. It's funny to me. It hit for me. Uh, oh damn! I was gonna say something about the oh, uh, I, I meant to send you a screenshot, but I didn't. So, one of my recent videos was about uh, Lauren Bobert. And uh-huh. that one, when that she jacked one, that dude off. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that one did pretty good. It got like passed around. It did some pretty good numbers. It, it made it to the top of the, uh, the TikTok subreddit, you know, which is a pretty big subreddit. Like it got, got some traction on Reddit. So, and I don't normally ever do this, but I'm on Reddit all the time anyway. So like mm-hmm. a couple of times that like, I'm just on Reddit and then I see myself pop it's up crazy. on Reddit. Yeah, and that's what happened this time. And so uh, I clicked the comments, which, again, I normally don't do, but because it's Reddit or whatever, I was like, we'll see what this says. And some of the top you know, the top comments were like, whatever, you, you know, this dude hits for me, I like his accent. And somebody else was like, yeah, that's Trey Crowder. He's a comedian and whatnot. And then, you know, they continue the conversation. It's like he hosts a, some great podcasts. He's got this one putting on airs. It's fancy people shit, yada, yada. And then another person like that is like, oh, you airhead too? And they were like, nice. yeah. And then, and then they were like, they're like, where do you stand on the great squirrel debate? And they were like, you know, I go back and forth on it. I can't decide. But anyway, like, it was just wild to be like on Reddit and see people yeah. in the comments just talking about the lore of this show or this show coming that. up and stuff. So that was yeah. Uh, seeing it out in the wild cool. is 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 different than when you're seeking yeah. it out. You know, it's it's, it's like, nuts. I remember one time I was on like the television subreddit or something. Somehow, our buddy Andrew's podcast, uh, Dead Pilot Society, yeah. came up on Reddit. And that show's been going for years. They have hundreds of episodes. And someone brought it up and were like, I like this show. And someone else was like, do you have a recommendation for where we could start or whatever? And this random internet person was like, uh, they had this one called uh, Middle of Somewhere that I thought was really good, which that's ours. That's our yeah. That's our old ABC pilot that we did on that show. And you so, know why? Because you know, it was like a that. good fucking pilot. Yeah, it did hit. But yeah, it that, did that hit. being the one that people pin out, like, I suggest you start with this one because this one really hit for me. You it know, would be funny if, that. like, that person's the, – the way that they enjoy that show is listening to, and going, I can see why this one didn't get made. And that's, that like – That would be funny, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is the worst one. You should start with this one. <laughs> oh, God yeah, damn. That would be funny and Raven. Anyway, so what's your question for me? I, so this is topical, Trey. I don't know if you saw this, but it was all over the internet last night and this morning. Uh, but – there was a family of Scotsmen, Scots people, there was Scots woman hey. too, just a family of Scots, and they were out for a hike, and I guess somebody was filming it or whatever, they were taking pictures, and they just happened to run across King Charles, because he's over there, I assume, vacationing at Balmoral, you know, like he does, uh-huh. and so the way that these news people are presenting this is like, these these Scottish, this Scottish family got the thrill of their life, you know, they got to see the, sure. the king... And so I'm sitting there reading that, you know, having been over there and knowing how a lot of them right. actually feel. And so I would like to put you on the spot for a second and ask you, what do you, how do you think the Scottish papa was acting to his family right after the king got out of an earshot? Uh, he's, he's not Bonnie Prince Charlie, I'll tell you that. He may call him Charles, but uh, he's not my Charlie. That's, you know, because I don't know if you know this, but Bonnie Prince Charlie, I think, was a Scottish uh, <laughs> prince that actually hit for them. Right? Bonnie uh, Prince Charlie, that's yeah, their guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. They call him Charles all he won't, but he's named May Charlie. And he never will be either. 
Not a bonny lad, that guy. No, it's a, it's a Kent, a Kent face. So a Kent face in the Highlands today. I think Kent, K-E-N-T, Kent. It's a face you recognize. I just learned that earlier today. Oh, nice. Yeah, in the pub. So you that's say, familiar? Yeah, Kent, yeah. A Kent face out in the Highlands today. And then like, and he was at, and he's like, that fucker Charles from down south. <laughs> Don't know what he's doing up here. Um yeah, you know what that, if you're on a hike in Scotland, I believe, Corey, if you're on a hike in Scotland, Moors. you're hiking up a, do you remember a, what it's called? A, a, it was a moor, or a, a, it starts with an M, right? It does, and it, it's not moors, though. They I, it, they have moors up there, but that's moon, not what a this moon, is. A, 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 because I know ma. our fucking driver, our racist, <laughs> in a funny way, driver, was it's talking about climbing all these fucking things. It was a... A Monroe. A Monroe, that's it. Hey, we know that because our lovely and quite <laughs> racist Scottish <laughs> yeah, driver uh, <laughs> was a big fan of Monroe's. He had done like... There's like 200 Monroe's in Scotland and he'd done like 149 of them or something like that. He was... It was his bucket yeah. list. And like a Monroe, the Scottish Highlands, you know, Rolling Hills, it's like the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains or whatever. The Monroes are just like, that's just those hills. That's what they call yeah. them. Yeah, this dude, it was a classic like Papaw moment type of thing where it's like, he's this older feller, white, you know, Scotland, super fucking white, like so white, <laughs> everybody yeah. white. Yeah. And he old, right? And he was talking to, you know, this is the first time in Scotland. And we told him, yeah. And then we're like, have you been to America? And he was like, hey, I had, a, you know, got a cousin in New York and I had, took a trip to Las Vegas once time. And then I also went to Detroit for a while. And, and you know, and we're like, Detroit? Why'd you go to Detroit? And he's like, hey, that's a good question. And I, you know, that's it. And I tell you, that's the only time in my life in all my travels that I ever felt like I might be in danger. You know, that's what he said. And it's like, it is Detroit. We're like, oh, you mean what happened? And then the story was just, he was on a bus and there were black people on it. Yeah, that was that, it. <laughs> that was the yeah. whole story. Because like, I was very much like, about ooh. to give him, I was very much about to give him the benefit of a doubt because like, he he didn't say that about New York or Vegas. And it's like, listen, I love Detroit, but say what you will, they do have that reputation. You know what I mean? But yeah, I do. It, Turns out it was just so, a bus full of black people. Anytime I think about Detroit and that reputation, I think about this time. I And I know I've told you this before, but like you ever like, so you ever had someone ask you, tell us a joke. They find out you do comedy or whatever, and you know, tell us yeah. a joke. And then like you ever do that and then the, the joke don't hit for them at all? Yeah. Like have you ever done that? I mean, I've stopped doing it, it because of that. I usually just go like. I usually go, hey, listen, I, 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 I'm more of a storyteller. You know what I mean? Like, it, you wouldn't really get it. I, I just, I kind of tell stories. But yes, I've done that, no. and it didn't hit. Well, what I, so I either do what you just said. I tell them like, I, I don't, I don't mean a bit of mine. I don't ever do that. Like, I don't ever. They find I'm a comedian, like, oh, tell us a joke. I never go into one of my bits ever. I either tell them like, like you said, like, no, street I, I don't, joke. Yeah, that don't hit. Or. If they're drunk and I just want to, you know, whatever, just get through it, I'll just pick a street joke and tell them a street joke, right? But I'm yeah. saying, you ever done that with one of those and have it just bomb horrifically? Because uh, that no. happened. That happened to me. And it's relevant to this story because, like, I'll I must do a shortened version of the joke, but it was like drunk ass motherfucker. I mean, I remember it was in a bar called the Dirty South in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is pre-hit. I went to Charlie Goodnight's to do a comedy contest they were having, and me and Bryce went to this bar afterwards. 
remember all of this vividly. And I know the reason I remember it is because of this experience. I think so. Like this dude was drunk <laughs> at the bar. What are you doing in town? I told him, Hey, we do. I, I did a stand up comedy contest, whatever. Oh, you're a comedian. Tell me a fucking joke, man, whatever. And I was like, okay. So, and this one just came to mind. I was like, so, uh, you know, the general manager for the Detroit Lions is watching uh, news footage, right, of the war in Iraq. Y'all, I mean, this is 10, 11 years ago, y'all. Like, we're still in Iraq and Afghanistan or whatever. And they showed this footage of this insurgent feller running through the streets of Baghdad, just like hurling fucking grenades left and right <laughs> and diving over cars and all this stuff. And the Detroit Lions give him a give him a tryout and he ends up being like their quarterback. Right. And, and again, I'm very much abbreviating this whole job. He runs this whole thing. And like, he wins the, uh, he wins the Super Bowl in Detroit. Right. And they ask him afterwards, like what it's like, he said, Oh, it's been a magical experience. But you know, I was talking to my mom on the phone and she was like, we're very happy for your success, but you got to understand like bullets are flying through the windows. Like the streets are on fire. The buildings are crumbling around us, all this stuff. And like, I know you're doing well, but I will never forgive you for bringing us to Detroit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, this dude, I mean, just gave me nothing. Do you think he just didn't get it? I don't know if he didn't get it or if he was like super liberal or something. You know what I mean? I mean, I was in Raleigh and it what didn't seem, but you know what I mean? It was like, Oh, that's not cool or something i don't know if it was that or he just didn't get it but he just like he gave me nothing just like just just literally just stared at me and didn't respond at all and i was like all right well that was it so yeah yeah. bye i'm I'm glad that you brought up street jokes because i just remembered one and it kind of has to do with scotland a little bit uh i just heard it yesterday what did the octopus say to the bagpipes what I'd fuck you if you'd take them pajamas off. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's That's a good one because it sounds like like a third grade joke or something. Like it sounds like a little kid joke and then pivot hard into filling all them holes. Um, My buddy Bubba called me yesterday and I was like, hey, he goes, hey, do, do you have a second? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, what's up? And he goes, and he told me that joke and then goes, all right, bye. And then just hung up, but acted like it was a, that's so funny to me. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more. 
and even stack sales on top of cashback. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Yeah, that does hit. So speaking of Scotland and them over there and how they talk and things of that nature, I found a fun list randomly that I thought would hit for you and the people of this show, of the, you know, airhead nation. Okay. Um, these are all really old words that are like legit, like they're legit old words or phrases or whatever. Like O-L-D-E words? Yeah, like these are ye old ass words, yeah. you know, but like they're real. They're real words. But they sound funny, right? So, and I'm going to let you, I want you to guess like what you think they are or whatever. <laughs> okay. So the first one is butt shaft. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Butt shaft. All right. Mm -hmm. um, can you use it in a sentence? Let's see here. Uh, keep, let's see here. Cupid's butt shaft is too hard for Hercules's club. That okay? I don't. So that's the that's a sentence it gives, but I don't like that choice because I don't feel like it gives you. How about this? Uh, Katniss had no use for a butt shaft. Oh, what was it that Katniss didn't have use for in the uh, a gun or a, a weapon? It is a weapon of sorts. Yeah, yeah. But, but why? Why would An she arrow? Not, arrow? Arrow? But why would she not want this type of arrow? Because it was broken? It's blunt or barbless arrow is a butt Aye, okay. shaft. Okay, a butt a shaft. A blunt I'm... or barbless arrow. Butt shaft. All right, got another <laughs> one for you. Cover slut. <laughs> <laughs> That's my wife. Uh, I can tell you right now. I can't tell you how many I, yeah, nights I've Katie woken is, up chilled yeah. to the bone, freezing with icicles hanging out of my nose yes. because she just keeps stealing Bro, in the middle of the night katie is an absolute cover slut now that you yeah. mentioned it i didn't even say because like she like i have to like she put so many goddamn blankets on our bed like i have to throw them off of like i take them off of my side and f double them up on her side and she still gets cold somehow yeah it's Amber's not even slut. a cold thing because like I it actually, is for katie I, I like blankets more than Amber does. Like, I actually have a weighted blanket and all this stuff. It's just that Amber, she she sleeps. The way that the, her style of sleep, as she claims, is she calls it I starfish. So she starfishes, you know, yeah. out. And then she twists in the night. And every time she rolls back over, a little piece of cover will get under her butt. And it'll take it, like, a couple inches. But if you do that 15 to 20 times in a night, it's going to be three feet off. And next thing you know, my dick's hanging out. Cover slut. Yeah. So, um, I got no idea. Yeah. It was in the 1600s. A cover slut was a type of apron that women wore out while gardening or cooking to conceal the signs well, of their dirty work, you know, to, to cover like, their slut because slut back then apparently did not have the pejorative or sexually explicit meaning it has today. It meant, uh, back then it meant untidiness or like slovenly apparent appearance. Okay. So, this apron covered your slut, which was the dirt <laughs> on your, you know, peasant clothes or whatever. So you got to cover all that slut up. Just nice. eat up with slut. Yeah. By the way, okay. did you see my tooth got fixed? 
You know, I had that bad tooth. Yeah, I know. It's very, very exciting. I can smile Only now. Only took Look six up. hours, too. How about that? Record-breaking time. Six hours it took. <laughs> yeah, it did. It sure did. It sure did. It's uh, rough stuff. Uh, all right, next up. You ready? You ready yep. for this one? Dick pot. <laughs> okay. Well, so, like... You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is like it's a portable toilet, you know, but I know that's not it because they wouldn't have used dick in that way, probably. A dick pot, knowing them, that's a bunt cake. <laughs> right. Yeah, they do have spotted dick, very popular yeah. dessert over there. But a dick pot is a word from the 1700s referring to earthenware pots that people filled with hot embers or coals. Uh, to put them like under their petticoats or by their feet or whatever to keep your feet warm. It says little old uh. ladies, little old ladies, ladies had their dick pots <laughs> under their petticoats to keep their tootsies warm while they were knitting and shit in the cold of winter. So it's a how pot filled you, with you, coals. How many times do you think they just went up in flames? Oh, dude, so often. <laughs> you know, everything was burning down and everybody was dying all the time back then, like fucking. It is kind of wild, actually, when you think about it, considering they just, like, put coals in their bed and under their <laughs> yeah, fucking dresses and stuff. It is kind of wild that <laughs> they didn't burn down pain. more. Like, <laughs> also, how did they blame that cow for it? You remember, like, the, the great the great London fire, right? Well, yeah. I always kind of wondered that. Like, it's it, it's the great London fire, right? They say it was started, a cow, yeah. a cow, like, kicked a bucket of coals over yeah, And I've always sort of been like, how the hell did they know that's what it was? But now I'm doubly wondering how they knew that, considering a, a little old ladies was walking around with their own personal fucking fire starting kits, like, everywhere. Let me know? tell you. They and Bessie gets blamed? I don't the know. Reason, the reason that it, Bessie gets blamed is because that's what the dude who actually started the fire said what happened. You know what I yeah. mean? There was a dude who was, like, trying to warm his fucking feet up. He caught everything on fire, and he's like, I seen a fucking cow kick a, like, they didn't have forensics and shit back then. I know, like, that's the what I'm saying. They know? Yeah. Yeah. So it looks, yeah. Looks all burnt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sure is burnt bad. <laughs> Any signs of what might have done it? There's a burnt up cow over there. You know. <laughs> Could have been a. I don't know. <laughs> all right. It was Things her. all black. This is black. That's black. Whole place uh, is black. Doesn't look good. Uh, <laughs> Worst case of being burnt I've ever seen. Yeah. All burnt up, isn't it? Uh, all right. This next one here. Uh, which I'm going to wait a second to tell you. This next one is Dream Hole. Dream Hole. Okay. Dream Hole. Dream Hole. All right. So I'm going to assume that it has something to do with the bed. Um, I have to assume that. A Dream Hole. So it's a, it's a cupboard on the end of your bed that you put your head so that you don't have to see the outside. I don't fucking know. Now I thought I feel like I've seen these, and I always thought they were for a completely different reason. But according to this, it says dream holes were slender openings cut into medieval watchtowers, enabling the guards to look out at and have some sunshine and fresh air in okay. the watchtower. Now I've seen those. I've seen the, the little like slits and like watchtowers and shit on castles and stuff. You know what I mean? And I thought those were for arrow shooting, but. Um, I thought they had a whole different name. I can't remember what I thought the name was, but that like, I thought that 
that you you aim a bow out of that, and it's right. real slender. Yeah, so people that's what can't I so people can't hit you as easily through it. I didn't know right. it was so you could like catch a fresh breeze. They didn't give a fuck about yeah, peasants getting breezes that's back what I was then. Say. Sunshine, like, it's like they don't sunshine don't. It's like no, keep the stank in. You know. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like you rarely hear of something from back then that was made to make someone's life better, better. unless they were a right. king. Right. Exactly. So it's weird. This one, <laughs> this one is, this one's hard for me to believe, but I, I don't know. I guess it's true. I'm taking all these at, at you know, at face value. These, this is all on dictionary.com, by the way. They know about words, don't <laughs> they? they? Do. Seems like a reputable source. So the next one is fuck sheet. <laughs> <laughs> now I will tell you, it, it it's spelled F U K sheet. Okay. There's no C okay. in it. So maybe it's Fook sheet. F- yeah. I don't know. But F U K sheet. Um this, the Fook sheet, was a a blanket that they used to shoo away demons in the middle of the night. Yeah. Mormons still use those, don't they? They got their Fook <laughs> sheets, don't they? Or is that they the do. Jews? The big time Mo- Jews, like the big hardcore, hardcore Jews, they like got the a fuck sheet, Jews. don't they? Yeah, they yeah. fuck a lady through a hole in a sheet. Yeah, they got a fuck sheet, but and then Mormons yeah. got uh fuck undies, don't they? Uh, yeah, or, or they, is it that you're not they their underwear that keeps you from fucking? They got some kind of special underwear, right? Underwear, yeah, and also so the Mormons they got a couple loopholes. The most famous one is yeah. the poop Soaking. hole loophole. Soaking, yeah. Where soaking, they do I think that. we talked about it on this show, but it, it goes further than just soaking, which, of course, is to stick your wiener in and just let it soak. They also then, they do that, and then they have a buddy jump on the bed so that you're yes. fucking, but you're not but the you're one not doing, doing it. it. So God is so confused. So does that mean your buddy's going to hell? Yeah, you know exactly. Because I mean? that's, yeah. that's a big ask for my homie. Third degree pussy. That's wild. But yeah, yeah. First degree burns from the <laughs> devil's dick, though, when you get to hell. Don't seem worth yeah. it to me. Uh, yeah, soaking. Yeah, I know that's what they call it. We, when I, in my day in Salina, uh, soaked it. If you soaked it, that meant you uh, didn't pull Came out in, in time. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You might but, like without a condom on. You were in there yeah. without a condom on and you left it a little too long. Yeah, so so I soaked it on accident or whatever. Yeah. And then nine months later, I Ugh. can't go to high school no more. Yeah. Uh, so the fuck sheet was a a, a a sail. It was the sail that was located on the fuck mast, <laughs> <laughs> and both of the fuck mechanisms were located at the front of the ship. So uh, a ship, a certain type of ship in the Middle English days had a fuck mast on it, and the sheet that was the sail that was on the fuck mast was the fuck sheet. Okay, well, makes sense. Sure. Uh, <laughs> scar penis. Jesus Christ. Like, they're all dick stuff. Did yeah. penis mean what it meant back then? I, you know, I reckon. Let's see here. Scar, scar penis. Scar penis. That's, okay. Uh, etymology of words. Scar, scarp, scrap, scar penis. That was a, uh, scar penis was... It's someone who was really scarpy. They exuded scarpiness, you know, or or that or does it mean shrapnel? So and I don't know that I'm pronouncing this word right either, but there was a French word at the time. This is from the eighteen hundreds. There was a French word at the time, uh escarpinier. I, I think 
escarpine. It, mm. it looks like it looks like escarpines, but yeah. I know that's Escarpe- not how you say yeah. it. Yeah, escarpine. Escarpine, which was a type of slipper that was popular at the time, and the Scottish, as they are wont to do, they butchered that uh, <laughs> French word and they called them uh, scarpinus uh, or scarpinus. Yeah. They saw the the French word and said, I like that scarpinus. That's a nice pair of scarpinus. So you it's got a there. slipper? Their day, I'm reading this direct. It's from a Scottish poem and I'm reading it here. Their day scarpinus bathe, chime and meat, their mollusks glittering on their feet. Was so, some of that in Gaelic, beautiful. or I just didn't understand you? Yeah, no, it is in Gaelic. I'm doing my best with it. That's uh, no, no, no. You did, you did really good. I was just going like, oh, maybe I'm just not. My ears don't hit. It translates to their dry slippers, both trim and neat. Their hmm. mules, which is another word for shoe back then, glitter <laughs> on their feet. So yeah, why couldn't that, people just speak fucking English? You know what I mean? Just call them mm-hmm. mittens. It's real easy. <laughs> or slippers. I guess it's not easy. Uh, here's another one for you. Okay. Uh, slut hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Going back to slut meant uh, your dirty, unorganized, shameful yeah. body. Yep. So slut hole, that's where you threw your wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. Get, get in the slut hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're not far off because slut, again, slut back then meant uh, untidiness or, you know, dirty mess. Uh, so the slut hole was a, a Victorian slang term for the trash can or the okay. bin. The yeah. bin, yeah. I should have done Keep it in the slut hole. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, well, damn, we need to bring these motherfuckers back. I know. I agree. Yeah. A lot of bones in that slut hole. <laughs> <laughs> this slut hole smells funny. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's see here. To Thera Dick. To Thera Dick. To Thera Dick. To Hera Dick. Yeah, to Hera Dick. To Thera Dick. Yeah, to everywhere Dick. Everywhere Dick Dick. Yeah. Okay, earlier you mentioned Dick, and that was, it wasn't a pudding. It was, was that the arrow? Lord. Sorry, I just read what it actually means. But, uh. It's just, this one just feels like a real, I don't know. You're never going to get there in a million okay, years, tell I don't me. Uh, So I'm going to read the whole thing. British Therodic, sheep, by the way, sounds like a medicine for uh, like an STD, like Theraflu. Yeah. Well, you get yeah, some Theradic. Get some Theradic. Nice hot cup of Theradic. It's like, you know, <laughs> Theraflu was like, it's like hot tea type shit, right? Yeah. It's like that, but you just like dip your dick dip into your di- it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. if that, imagine commercials for that, like on during Jeopardy and shit when we were growing up. Thera dick. Yeah. It's got just like a papal, just like hovering over like your dick and or balls. balls just like just hanging in the cup of tea. Tea bagging. Yeah. Fucking, uh, yeah. Medicated tea to swim your wiener in. Uh, that'd be wild. Uh, anyway, so it says. British sheep farmers once used unique counting systems to keep track of their herds. The numbers varied depending on the rural area and the dialect spoken there. In the Lake District of Northwest England, home to William Wordsworth, um, tether meant three and dick was ten. Add them together to... Tether a dick. I guess that. Ma- I guess it's tether a dick. It looks like tether a okay. dick, but I guess it's tether a dick. Add them together. Tether a dick was the word for thirteen. So, damn it! You do froze with thought up. as you will. 
Did you hear me when I said the answer was? I know we froze up there for a you second. You froze 13. up right at 13. That's yeah. all I heard. It was it, for thir- it was 13. That's it. It was just their word for 13 in that weird oh, part okay. of English. Dude, you froze right at 13, and you were like, yeah. and I was like, 13 what, motherfucker? Yeah. 13. Well, that's crazy. Uh, You're going to like this one, I think. Uh, Titty nope. <laughs> titty nope. I say titty, titty nope. yep. Yeah, me too. I always said titty. <laughs> titty yeah. yeah. I don't care what titties is. It's titty. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Firm okay. Titty in the titty. Yeah. Uh, camp. Uh, but no, yeah. Titty titty nope. nope. Okay. So obviously the, the, what's the etymology of titty back then? And also, uh, nope. well, if I like, tell you, I mean, if I tell you, you'll get it. Yeah. I'm just trying much. to like, cause I know titty didn't mean titty. Titty back it then was, was like uh, tittle. Like, titty came oh, from tittle. Being a little titty, like you were being a tit, you know. Titty well, nope. So, is it a uh, is it a a whip to hit your kids with? No, titty nope just means a small quantity of, uh, like a, oh. a titty nope of pie or a titty nope of beer. <laughs> you went to pie first. Yeah, titty nope of cake. So if you got no. little titties, and I get. You got a titty nope of titties, yeah. I yeah, guess so. Don't hit. Might I trouble you for a titty nope of pussy? Um, <laughs> sorry. Just a smidge. Yeah. 300 years ago, tittle meant tiny. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Titty nope. Titty nope. Ass art. Ass art? Ass art. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Ass art. Ass art. Okay. 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 To have something to do with donkeys? I kind of, yeah. Okay, because they're asses, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ass, ass art. Okay, so a it's some sort of uh, field tool. You're pretty close, but it's not a field tool. It's the field itself, a field that is deforested and primed for farming. Okay. For example, oh, over yonder hill lies my ass art. Um <laughs> You can yeah. also use it as a verb. The farmer assarted his land before <laughs> before planting. That sounds like pig Latin. Assarted. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, that's it. That's the last one <laughs> there. But them was fun. Hey. Those were fun. So I'll tell you how I found that. I guess I'll give them credit. Katie got into this show, and the boys like it too. Um, I, I love the people in it. It's just kind of not super my thing, but it does hit. It's called, and she's going to hear this episode and she's going to be like, I thought it did hit for you. Anyway, <laughs> the show, uh, Murderville, you know that show? You've oh, seen yeah. that? It, it's, uh, what's his, fa- uh, uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched the first episode. I liked it, but I'm not like, I like a, I like a, <sighs> the story where people know what it is. Like, what, what, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, I'm like the same like, way. I like, would, I'm live, just not a huge, baby. It maybe because it's we're stand, it's because we're stand ups or something. And it's just like well, improv. I like respect improv. Me too. I know it's hard. I know it's in hard live, as hell. But I just don't. I'm just not super into me it. Me either. Really. And, and again, so, but the, it's a cool show though. The yeah, conceit of dude, it is Will Arnett's more talented Will Arnett than we'll ever be. They got a murder mystery also, solved. Like, he has a special guest star every week, and that guest star has no lines, no script, no fun, nothing. He like, just improvs I, the whole entire thing, and so. I watched Conan O'Brien and Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch was great. He's great in everything. He's so funny. Of course. But, uh, they're like whispering to each other at one point and the guy playing the suspects across the table from him. And, uh, and the dude's like, you know, I can hear every word you're saying, right? And Marshawn immediately goes, well, act like you can't motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really hit for me. But anyway, anyway, one of those episodes, Will Arnett 
says the code word is titty nope, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the Conan episode. And Conan's like titty mm-hmm. nope, and he's like, "That's a real word. It's totally a real word. Whatever." And you know, good on that's Pretty much, the, pretty much the end of it. But like, it is a real word. And right. so then when I googled it and found out it was a real word, that led me to that list of other words from the similar era, which I thought would hit for this show, and I feel like it did hit. So anyway, on to you, buddy. I pass it off to you now. Well, thank you. Before I get into the the couple things that I have, I actually surprisingly had a separate list that I was going to do next week, but I wanted to mention a couple of them. These are British places, and these are actual names. Uh, This is a place in Hampshire called Netherwallop, which I thought was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, There's this place in Leicestershire called, this is a town name, Barton in the Beans, Martin right in the bean, right in the bean, right in the bean, barted right up the bean hole. Yeah. Is that <laughs> but Barton? That's, that's that's like a name. It's like who's in the beans? <laughs> Barton's in the beans, <laughs> and then they were like, "Now and forevermore shall this village be named." It the one that uh, made me think of it was that in Northamptonshire, there's one called Titty Ho, and. Uh-huh. This is my favorite one in East Riding of Yorkshire. Wet Wang. Hey, wet ladies and gentlemen. Wet Wang. All right. Uh, yeah, I can't hear Wang as anything other than like, you know. A wainer. Asian. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just or like a wainer. Like, like Wet Wang. That's China. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a penis. Or an American or penis. penis. Yeah. Titty Ho, though, that sounds super British if you just like. You know, if you remove the American interpretation of like titty and hoe, yeah. If you say like you know titty hoe, you know titty like tally hoe, they love yeah. saying tally tally hoe. You know, they love like it. A, they love that shit. Well, titty hoe's not that different, especially now that we know that titty used to mean little. So I guess that means like a little a little hello. Yeah, not or, or like is that what hoe meant? Tally hoe. What's tally, tally hoe meant for? Forth, tally, didn't it like onward, go forth, onward, onward, yeah. tally onward, tally yeah. hoe, titty hoe? It's like little little bit onward. Yeah, <laughs> just a little further. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm really. Fu- By the way, guys, I'm sure that y'all have noticed at least a couple times we're having a shit internet day, and I really yeah hope- we are. We keep getting uh, frozen. You guys and shouldn't I- see us as frozen, but you probably will see one or both of us staring blankly at certain yes, points. And that's what that is. When that uh, happens, that means that we froze up on each other. Yeah, so. and, and this and and it's been it's usually fine because me and Trey especially is a really good pro. He knows if he sees me frozen up, he should just continue talking. And I do the same, but this one, <laughs> I, I need you to fucking hear all these things. <laughs> so, so here's my some of my pitches for medieval rock paper scissors. You with me? Yeah. As soon as you said, "Are you with me?" and I said, "Yeah," you froze immediately. Okay, all right, here we, we frozen go. Here, here right. we go. Horse torch blanket. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Torch lights the torch lights the blanket on fire. Horse runs away from torch. Blanket gives horse smallpox. <laughs> horse runs away from torch. That's funny yeah. to me for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Horse yeah. does run away from torch. You're right. And blanket gives horse smallpox. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Bag of gold coins. Executioner wheelbarrow full of shit. Um. The bag of gold coins pays the executioner yeah. off. The executioner right. dumps the wheelbarrow filled with shit over, and the wheelbarrow full of shit covers up the bag of gold coins. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. That works. I love that. You remember that Louis bit about the bag of gold coins from back then? That's like, <laughs> yeah, it's you, like, just, it's uh, like uh, you just threw them through a bag of an indeterminate money. amount of coins <laughs> out of or whatever. Yeah, like because I just that's all. It's always how it's. I believe this will cover it. They never, yeah, right. it's, it's always like just a sack of coins, and they're like, <laughs> "Yep, this will buy a lot of gas. It will." Yeah, right. uh, finally, here. Alligator in moat, drawbridge, rapey 17-year-old prince. Um, the alligator in the moat eats the rapey prince. The drawbridge boinks the alligator on the head, and the rapey prince burns the drawbridge to the ground and laughs maniacally. Yeah. Uh, why did he have to be rapey? He just was. Okay. That's <laughs> because he didn't. I thought he was going to, you know, rape something at some point in that equation, but no, he just like I just wanted just, you to know who we're dealing with here. Yeah, just a little. He, he should have raped the alligator. Him. I did miss an opportunity. Yeah, what's that old joke about the? It's like it's like a redneck in a bar, right? And he's like, uh, "We got a challenge down here in this bar, son. We got a challenge. Here's what it is: you got to take you gotta, a shot. You got to take a shot." Go out back and pull that alligator's tooth, <laughs> and then go upstairs and fuck my <laughs> fucking sister who weighs four hundred pounds. My ugly ass sister weighs four hundred pounds or something like that in the butt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, "Give it to me, I'll do it right now." And he fucking takes a shot, goes out back. I hear all this fucking caterwauling <laughs> and hollering and all this wild ruckus and shit. And he comes out and he comes stumbling back in. And he goes, what's this Where's guy, fat alligator? bitch with a loose tooth? Boy, I tell you what, I am full as a tick. I just got done eating a super hidden factor meal. And I'm not just saying that. It was a shredded chicken taco ball magnificent maybe y'all are looking to get full too well with the busy fall season already in spring you might be looking for some wholesome convenient meals for jam-packed days right well factor america's number one ready to eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef prepared dietitian approved ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door you'll save time eat well and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle if you're too busy this fall to cook but you want to make sure you're eating good with Factor, skip the extra time to the grocery, the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back to crushing your own goals. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from 34, bam, 34 and up weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never frozen meals ready to eat in two minutes. You can level up with their Gourmet Plus options for prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Upscale meals, premium ingredients, stuff like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, asparagus, fancy stuff, perfect for this here podcast. If you're too busy running around during the day to think about lunch, that's my thing with Factor. You keep your energy up with lunch to go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers ready to eat whenever you're ready. No microwave required. If you're being calorie conscious right now, well, they have delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Cho, you tell them about the rest. I love it, man. Uh, like Trey said, it being quick, if you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals, which y'all know I have, I stay having wellness goals. You want to feel your best and, uh, you know, be able to tackle a busy autumn. Well, dude, try the Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 
45 add-ons, baby, including breakfast items like delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites. I believe those are the sous vide bites, and I also believe that that is that's very fancy. Sous vide definitely fits the show. Super fancy stuff. Potato, bacon, egg breakfast skillet. Who doesn't like that? Or uh, for an easy wellness boost, you can get like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. And with Factor, you can rest assured that you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of the delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in the meals. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash POA50 and use code POA50 to get 50% off. That's code POA50 at factormeals.com slash POA50. 50% off. That's like half. Football season is back, and you know what that means. Touchdown dances, Sunday tailgates, and epic fantasy showdowns. But, fellas, let's not forget the real MVP of the season. Introducing the all-new Beard Hedger Pro Kit by Manscaped, your ultimate luxury beard grooming experience. This kit is your secret weapon for staying sharp on and off the field. Don't fumble this opportunity. Head to manscaped.com and elevate your grooming game with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, myself included. You heard that right. 9 million men. Lilith Fair's Worst Dream or 109 MetLife Stadium. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code POA. Guys, if I could be a little vulnerable here, um, when, I, when I don't have a well-groomed face, I look stupid. I look absolutely horrible. I've tried going completely chauvin, shaven. I look like a toddler. I look like a baby going through a divorce. We've made all the jokes. I really need a good groom in order to fake me having a jawline and look like I'm some type of an adult. And I can do that with the beard hedger. All right. It's, it makes me look good. And that is a tall order, but manscape does it. Also y'all know that your balls smell like balls, even five minutes after you get out of the shower. So if you use the toner and the ball deodorizer, you are going to be in tip top shape. All right. If they can do wonders for me, imagine what they can do for you, a human with actual self-respect. Uh, Trey, tell them more about Manscaped. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is a grooming powerhouse built for precision and style, just like your favorite quarterback. This kit tackles beard touch-ups effortlessly, ensuring you're always prepped for the next play. Plus, it has a compact design for easy portability. The cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 different haircutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra stuff. That's right. Face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths with just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid getting all that hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency, which brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Remember, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit is your go-to teammate for maintaining a sharp and polished beard, whether you're on the field, in the office, or anywhere in between. Grab yours today and experience the game-changing difference. After grooming your facial turf, show it some love with Manscaped's liquid formulations. The Beard Shampoo, Beard Conditioner, Beard Oil, and Beard Balm are the key to feeling victorious and taking your beard game to the next level this year. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code POA at manscaped.com. That's right, y'all. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code POA 
at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use the code POA. Your grass is not artificial. Keep it shaved with Manscaped. No more nicks and cuts on your dicks and butts. Fancy. No, no siree. God damn. Those yeah. jokes are my favorite jokes ever. Yeah. Now, I know we've hit. talked about them a million times, but like the angels who came up with these and wanted absolutely no, you know, they Credit. didn't care. Yeah. None. None. They're just, um, so dude, did you watch the imitation game? I did. I watched it once, like, you know, a few years ago at this point. Um, like when it came out? Yeah. He, wasn't he like, wasn't he like a, sort of a pretty huge asshole in that movie or like super like autistic or something? And yeah. And, and Alan in real Turing life, wasn't he's not, really like, no. like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, dude. Yeah, I remember no, dude. So like, reading that. I thought it was a pretty good movie, though. But that is, it was a, it's always weird when they do shit like that. It's I like, know. like, why? why? Yeah. I mean, just for I, drama purposes, I guess. But yeah, but like, it's so dis. Like, while we're on that subject, here's my thoughts on that is like, it, yes, I do think that that made it a better movie for sure. Like having this guy, it's like, man, he's kind of the protagonist, but he's kind of an asshole and yada, yada, yada. Now, of course, when I'm watching, I'm going, well, that's just how this guy was. So like, you know, whatever. But like, think about it and how big of a dick move it is. This movie is already about a dude who did all these incredible things, but then never really got to get his flowers because he was into, uh, as they call it, he was a poofta who was into yeah. boogery. Right. So right. you've already got a, a guy who we're, we should absolutely feel horrible for because him being gay negated all these. He won the fucking war. And and they go, let's make him an asshole. You On top of that. I mean? No, I agree. Let's it really make is him an asshole. And, but also, like, doesn't it go beyond? Just, I'm pulling all this out of, you know, my butt. I'm trying to my butt's recollection. But like, it goes just beyond he never got his flowers. Right. Didn't he get like chemically horribly mistreated yeah chemically yeah yeah, he got like yeah he got like he really got put through it all yeah dude just lacking dicks and butts in an era when that wasn't cool and where when you know when like you said he should have been like a war hero and a national icon and father of computing and all this different stuff which like people know now, now but like he but like that didn't you know I don't hit for, I mean, he's dead now. Like, yeah, you know, right. It's like long a bit dead. too late for all that shit. <laughs> well, and you know what's funny too about the movie is that like, so going into it, here's what I knew. I was like, this is about Alan Turing. And, and I knew, I, I knew that like computers were called Turing machines, but I, I didn't know much about this dude. I didn't know about the Nazi code or whatever, which I want to talk about. Um, but the, so it was pitched to me as like, he's a brilliant mathematician and he was gay at a time that you couldn't be gay. And I was like, okay, Benedict will fucking crush that. He seems gay. And so I'm watching the movie and I'm like waiting for the gay shit. And there wasn't no gay shit until the end. And I totally forgot. Like it wasn't even that much part of the movie at all till the very end when like they suspect him of being gay or whatever. And they, he, he ends up getting arrested. Here's what happens. He ends up getting arrested for it or whatever. And he's facing two years in jail where he's like, I will get murdered in there. Uh, or they could chemically castrate him, which they did, which w- w- you had to take a bunch of pills and it would like, you know, make your shit not work, make you impotent, make you not have the desire to be gay anymore. Which, by the way, even if you were a straight red blooded male like this would still fuck you. It's not going to make you not gay. It's just going to kill you and make your dick fall off or whatever. And so then he ends up fucking killing himself. Now, the the wild thing is, is I was sitting there 
when I'm watching all this at first going like, okay, okay, I know this is a different time. I know this is a different time and gay shit wasn't cool. However, this guy like was a part of a team who ended the war two years earlier than it could have ended and saved an approximate 22 million lives. You're telling me that like he, they, someone couldn't have been like, okay, listen, not this guy though. Just don't do that. Right. Well, the reason is because they weren't allowed to talk about none of that shit. Like he wasn't allowed, like they didn't release those files until 50 years after the war. So he couldn't, and nobody could go up and go, you don't understand. This is the guy that broke the Nazi code thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they couldn't pull yeah. those strings because there was indie NDAs and shit. Yeah, that's fucked up. I bet also that there were people at the time who like probably wouldn't have cared because it's like, yeah, oh, I know, you know, for sure. Still a puff though. Am I wrong? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean, like, but, but I'm saying like, thanks you for know, all the Hitler stuff, but you know, Lay right. off the cocks, you know, or whatever. Like the fannies. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Like it still wouldn't have hit for them. You know what I mean? Because that's just how they were. Which uh that don't hit. No, that don't hit. And uh, but there were several things in the movie too that like I, I watched the movie first. I always do that because I'm lazy. I'm like, hey, I might get enough just out of the movie that I don't have to do nothing else. <laughs> and then I started researching. I was like, fucking, they didn't, like, none of this was right. Like, they, uh, the whole thing was about him breaking the Nazi code, which was the Enigma machine. Did you know uh, anything about that before? Uh, I just knew that, I just knew that he had done that. I, you know, I didn't know how or the details or whatever. But yeah, I knew well, that he had. Uh, I knew who he was, and that that was a thing that he had done, and that he well, was gay, and all the mystery, all that shit we already talked about. Well, when I heard of like code breakers, I was thinking like, I don't know. In my brain, I was thinking like them Navajo wind talkers from World War Two or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck, or like you know, little, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, messages that they've written in different. I didn't know about this fucking like algorithm machine that they created, which was like I didn't know you could fucking do that back then. Which no, is me all. Neither. And I looked up how this shit works. So, like, the uh, the uh it was called the Enigma. That was the Nazi machine. And the one that Turing in the movie creates to, like, replicate that. Remember in the movie he kept calling it Christopher because yeah. that was, like, his childhood friend that died? Uh -huh. He didn't do that even a little bit. It was just yeah. called the fucking machine or something, which, like, all right, whatever. But, like, anyways, so the way it worked was, like, it was a typewriter type situation that these Nazis created. And every time you hit a key, there was this machine that had this like big Rolodex on it, which is like the cipher. And it would like, you would click like an A and then it would just like put some other shit on it. Right. And then it would do this whole thing and then it would decode it. And because of like the first and the last, once they read it, they could like go, okay, well this means this and this means whatever the fuck. But like, it's all like, it's all going off of ones and zeros and shit. Like, there's a little teeny tiny, like, microscopic camera type situation that's, like, gliding all over this and recognizing the one and the zero and then, like, doubling it on this side and shit. And there was fucking, I think it was 15 quintillion different ways that it could have come out. Like, how, bro, I can't even, I can't even comprehend how we do that shit now and we have mega computers. But, like, right. these motherfuckers was the mega computers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, it it do be wild, you know. That's why he's the he the father of modern computing or whatever. You know what I mean? It was some wild shit. Did you and your friends uh, write and code when you were kids? Did y'all have? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, we. Do you remember? Uh, so you would damn, obviously I do about like that in years. 
Yeah, me either. Until I saw this. We had movie code and, words. Yeah. Um, we had a. We called it. I think we it was racist sounding, uh, but it was like it was the Wing, wing Wong dialect or something. <laughs> is what we called it. Wing Wong. I think that's right. I can't remember any of them, but we had. It was mostly just like code words for like cuss words or shit you weren't supposed to say at school or whatever. Like you know, right. titties and butts, blowjobs, whatever stuff like that. Uh, I can't remember what any of the words were though. Like I said, I haven't thought about that in years. Completely forgot about that until you asked the question, but yeah. But do you mean like writing in code? Cause I, my yeah. nerdy ass did a little bit of that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. Like, yeah. I wrote in code. Yeah. I'm fucking, well, like, yeah, sure did. Didn't what was your code? Most of the recipients or whatever. I had one where I'd, um, I just like a simple cryptogram thing where you'd replace letters with other letters or like I had one where I wrote it in like a mirror. I like wrote it in a mirror. So it was like, you know, backwards, wrote it in a mirror and upside down or whatever. So it didn't look right unless you held it in the right, you know, unless you also had a mirror. I mean, dude, <laughs> I'm talking third, fourth grade type shit. You Not know? a lot of people in Salina had mirrors. It was a very sad time. The factory had just <laughs> left. Well, everybody was just like, the fuck is this stupid shit? Just, <laughs> just write a note, you queer, you know, like, <laughs> well, we did. It was like, that type of thing. One of our earliest forms of code, code words was like, we would write notes. Like we found out very early, like, you know, if you write a note, the teacher could come grab that and then you're fucked. So like we had, we would do it by numbers. Like, you know, there's 26 letters in the alphabet. So each number correlated to like two was B, you know what I'm saying? And so we would write like full dirty ass fucking. It's also just, it's hilarious to think. I mean, again, I told you how simple mine were too, but it's hilarious to think that like a teacher with 30 years of experience, she'll never crack this. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Like one is A, two is B. You following? It was like, (laughs) it's brilliant. Dude, how do you come up with this shit? You know what I mean? Granted, granted. the most simple one for one, like uh, for sure, code. <laughs> for sure, which we still had to always have the cipher with us. Yeah. Like, hey, one, but like, if you if a teacher did pull up just a note full of numbers, it's possible they would just throw it away instead of going to sit at their desk and yeah. fucking because the cipher wasn't ever on the paper. But we had this one too, and I was. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about it because I'm trying to remember the fucking mechanics of it, and I I was hoping that it was one of those things where like, you know, uh, like you've you've ever thought about how wild it is that we all thought Marilyn Manson sucked his own dick, but there was no I internet. I swear for us? to God, I cannot believe you're bringing this up because I have been meaning, but I keep forgetting to like well, write let's it do down. It. But I've been meaning to bring this up either on here or on Well Read for like weeks now. Uh, so. But I just never remember, or you guys abandoned me to do the show by myself with our buddy Earl, or you know whatever happens. But I, I abandoned, you know, you had to get a four-hour dentist appointment, and Drew's having yeah. a child. But still, <laughs> y'all don't hit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely insane that somehow you know it's the it's like a meme, but before yeah. the internet or whatever, like it got every single middle school kid around this country in the mid nineties heard the rumor that Marilyn Manson got a rib removed so he could suck his own dick. Yeah. And, it's and so wild. And I want to let all our older fans who look at us, like I know they see us as just like, we're young people. We did not have the internet when I heard this shit. Like we did Mm-mm. not fucking have the internet. So like, no, but how? Or cell phones or anything. None of that shit. We just yeah. had word of mouth. And it was like, right. the, the only, like, the only logical explanation is like, well, there was the school that it first originated at, and then a kid left that school and went to another school, and he told him. But then that would have to keep happening so many goddamn times. 
and yeah. it crossed states. Like you can, I guarantee I think it you crossed can have, oceans, bro. Yes, I, dude. I, I'm not sure, but I think it did. Like I think well, it got like, you know, at least to parts of Europe or something. I don't know. Do you remember the other Marilyn Manson based one? The other Marilyn Manson based one was that Paul from the Wonder Years, the fucking, you know, yeah. uh, Savage's yeah. friend, Paul from the Wonder Years grew up to be Marilyn Manson. Mm -hmm. And that one, and yeah. we all believed that for years. And again, long before the internet, there's just all these fucking things. So my point is, is that I was like hoping that this, uh, it, okay, just like this, uh, the Superman symbol, the S symbol the or S, whatever. Yeah. I was hoping that maybe this code was one of those things because we did it and I knew someone at another school that did it. And I can't remember how, exactly how it went, but you drew like a uh, almost a tic-tac-toe board, right? You drew almost a tic-tac-toe board, and then you had like two or three letters up in the one, and then two or three letters here and all the way down in the box. And so that symbol, like whatever those letters were, by the way, uh, so many people made these into swastikas. Like so many. There were so many swastikas in my fifth grade class, like all the time. And by the way, I would like to point out that like we knew that the Nazis didn't hit. It was just like, oh, this is a symbol we're yeah, not supposed fifth to draw. Grade you know what shit. I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Fucking middle a lot schoolers. different than the, swastikas, the swastikas sure. that some people be drawing out because it very much seems like the swastikas hit for them, but they didn't hit for us. Yep. I know you lost me. Uh, anyways, yeah, did y'all yeah. have that type of coding where it was like the tic-tac-toe board and you draw that the That sort of rang a bell. I do think that existed in China, but I can't – I'm fuzzy on that, like how it actually worked and, and like I don't have a clear memory of it. But I do think it got around. Yeah, it became a thing. I also think that uh, we probably should try to wrap this one up pretty soon because yeah. we're just having all these technical issues. I think it's, a, you know – We've salvaged it enough, but it's just, I don't think it's going to get any better. Whether it's my internet or your internet or both, or just, it's just not a good day for it. I don't know, but shit ain't hitting. Well, I will, uh, I will save the, I want to break down the enigma, but I'll do it next week because yeah, this is complicated, but I would like to say this in closing. Um, there were, you, there was only one woman in the movie, which was, uh, and it was, uh, uh from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. There were more women that worked at Bletchley Park than there were men. There were 8,000 women who worked there doing coding, doing all this shit, and they only give representation for one in the movie, which I thought, in hindsight, I think is pretty fucked up. It's also surprising to me. It's, that movie's it's not crazy. That, that's not that old. Like, they were, I, I thought Hollywood was already all about that shit, that's, all on board the representation train so to take a real life story with that many real people involved and just be like ah throw one floozy at them and call it a day is uh, an odd choice don't you know no i know man like that's what i was i told amber i was like they why wouldn't hollywood have gone hey this is a really good b plot of the movie like how many fucking women are here like why wouldn't they have done that okay airmail <laughs> subject line hot sexy and full of gas 
Holy shit, those letters from James Joyce definitely hit. I was driving to work and not embarrassed to say I got a little tingly in my lady parts. Skew! Then I laughed so hard I cried at all the fart descriptions, which was better for heading into the office. No way anyone was upset at Corey reading those letters, and maybe he could do it again sometime for all the farting, dirty little fuckbirds out there. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. Glad I found your podcast a few weeks ago and can't wait to get to the new book. Uh, thank you for that. That is wonderful. Uh, let's see. Subject line, all caps. Y'all's fucking book helped my COVID boredom. Uh, what's up, motherfuckers? Your Floridian truck driver friend here. My fiance and I caught the COVIDs, and I've been sick as hell and bored for the last week. Apparently, Natty Ice isn't a cure-all. I was out on my carport fucking with my Mustang drinking Natty Ice because no fucking strain of COVID will stop me from white trashing it up, by God, while taking yeah. a moment from working on the car to cough to death like y'all talk about so much. I saw the Amazon in the mud. I saw the Amazon truck pull up, and much to my surprise, he was delivering y'all's book. I had totally forgot I pre-ordered. Y'all have become such a part of my life through the podcast, I couldn't help but putting up all my tools, closing and closing up shop for the day to go in and get a start on reading y'all's book. I attached a picture of my shitbox Mustang along with the pic of y'all's book. Thanks, guys. Now excuse me while I go try to convince my fiancé to let me get some fever ass. If you don't hear from me again, that means I cough myself to death while trying to pork with COVID. <laughs> let's let's end right there. We'll do some yeah, extra. That guy, that dude, he's living his best life down there, which I'm glad to hear since I know it had to be tough for him when uh, the, the sausage castle closed down or whatever in Florida. The uh, Busey's, God damn it, Jake Busey's cousin, whatever the fuck yeah, his name yeah. was, Busey, Busey Boy's Wiener House, you know, yeah, fucking yeah. That, that thing. That guy, that truck driver feller, he's the one that told us about that. That's great. Believe. So I'm going to read this whole thing next week because I know we're cutting out, but I do because we were talking about it earlier. One of these from a subject line made an ass in front of myself or made an ass of myself in front of Trey. It's the drunk lady from your show. You really, the squirrel? Yeah. yeah. What? 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 <laughs> what feels? I feel super embarrassed, was really looking forward to getting to see Trey last week, and unfortunately was pretty drunk when I got to meet him. In my defense, I can drink some beers all day on the river, but them comedy club mixed drink kicked me square in the lady balls. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to drink anything real strong because of some medications I, I take don't mix so well, like Adderall. But I thought, hey, just a couple won't, won't hurt. Well, that wasn't true. I woke up Monday morning on my couch with Talladega Nights playing, so at least I know the night ended well. Asked my husband, oh, God, did I make an ass of myself? And his response was, I wasn't judging you. So, you know, enough <laughs> yeah, said. He, he was it's, <laughs> He was being a real trooper. He was. Yeah. He kept sort of giving me these like knowing looks. We're really like, what are you gonna do, buddy? You know, <laughs> you like, uh, but he was, you know, being cool. And like I already said, I was fairly drunk too by that point, and it was fine. I wasn't, I wasn't mad at her or nothing. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, it sucks because I've meant y'all have meant so much to me the past several years. I discovered y'all's well-read podcast during COVID, and it was refreshing to hear other Southerners, you know, sound like me. Uh, yada yada final thing I wanted to hit y'all up about a past episode on Shakespeare I know Corey loves some conspiracies and this is a pretty interesting one there is a theory that Shakespeare didn't actually write any of the plays uh, and she's added a few links oh if y'all read this on air please leave my name out I, I did it preemptively okay, well that kind of so that means actually I sort of hit by forgetting you did. her name you did you know? hit inadvertently yeah, hit because she didn't want us to share it anyway so that yeah, makes me feel better dude how many different times has something randomly come up in airmail that's like directly related to something we talked about on that episode 
without knowing that was going to happen. Like it's that's at least lot. like the fourth, fourth or fifth time or something that that's happened. That's pretty wild. That is wild. And, and remember, you can send us airmail at puttingonairs at gmail.com. We would like to apologize for the technical technical difficulties. It should look fine on your end, but it did cut it brief for us. Uh, remember to pick up our book, Round Here and Over Yonder. It is available now wherever you get your books. We, of course, narrated the audio book. It's wonderful. It's getting great reviews. And go to Trey Crowder to TreyCrowder.com to see where mm-hmm. Trey's going to be. Where are you going to be, Trey? Lexington tonight, and then I got Tacoma and Spokane coming up, and then Boston, Charleston, Raleigh, hitting places. Oh, Durham, so, Durham specifically. But yeah, a bunch of fun places. Come see me, right San Francisco. I'm going to be at the Lookout Comedy Festival in Chattanooga, Tennessee on October 19th there at the Comedy Catch. You can go to Lookout, uh, I think it's yeah, lookoutcomedyfestival.com to grab those tickets. Come see me. Also, uh, parttimefunnyman.com. That's my bonus stuff. And uh, remember, y'all, we love you, and please stay fancy. Fuck the Motherfuckers. Internet. Yep. Here's Lydia Loveless. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit today. We'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs. This episode is brought to you by the new book, Round Here and Over Yonder, written by authors Trey Crowder and Corey Ryan Forrester. That's your boy. The book is out now. I would like to thank everyone who did the pre-order, but for those of you who were like, you know what, I want to wait and actually go to a bookstore and pick this thing up. Well, you can do that right now. Round Here and Over Yonder, a front porch travel guide written by two progressive hillbillies parenthetical yes that's a thing we love long titles but we love making you laugh even more this book is chocked fill chocked fill chocked full of jokes we chalk filled it too it's got a bunch of jokes in it it's really 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 fun we tried to take the stereotypes of certain regions talk about what they are talk about what they got right talk about what the actual reality is of course we did it with uh, our own little region here in the south we went everywhere else in the united states and for the first time in our lives we went to the uk it's rednecks abroad the book is round here and over yonder i not to brag on us but i will it is hilarious pick it up now wherever you get books and by the way we uh narrated the audio version if that's how you want to digest it but there is no wrong way round here and over yonder wherever you get your books do it at an indie bookstore i like that more don't tell amazon though NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt, just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months. It's SaveWithConrad.com.